Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. Do you ever feel like you hear the Bible being taught or you read the Bible yourself and it just doesn't go into your soul? It doesn't penetrate. It doesn't, you don't remember it. It's like you read or you heard it and five minutes after the sermon's over, five minutes after church is over, you kind of forget what you even heard and you move on and your life hasn't changed much. This is not what we want to be. We want to be different than that. Earlier this week, we talked about being, bearing much fruit for the Lord. And we talked about people who uh, bear fruit 30, 60, and 100-fold. I want to talk a bit more about that concept today, because I know you who come here, you want to be 100-fold Christians. I, if you're new here, welcome today, but there are a lot of, and I hope you will join us, but there are, there are a lot of people who come here every day, or at least four, five, six days a week, they're regularly listening, and, and I know they're doing it because they want the Word of God to be changing them. You want to be good soul. You want to be a hundredfold Christian. And to do that, Jesus said we've got to be good soil. Good soil. Let's look at what he meant here. Now, let's talk a little bit further about this concept of being good soil and what and how you can be a hundredfold for God. Jesus told the parable, the seed and the sower, in Matthew 13. He told it again in, in Mark 4 and, and in Luke 8. And all three of the synoptic gospels mention it, the synoptic gospels being Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it mentions this concept of seed, the seed of God's word going upon the soil. And the soil is you and me. And what we've talked about is we want to be good soil. So let's read what Jesus said about that in Matthew 13, verse 23. The one on whom the seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. This is where the other day, again, we were talking about, do you want to be a thirty, sixty, or hundredfold Christian? The key to being this, of course, there's choices we make, but the key to this is, are you good soil? Are you good soil? And I'd like to talk a bit about being good soil today. Now, as we do, remember earlier in the week, we said that we talked about bearing fruit, John 15, if you abide in the vine, if you abide in Christ, you'll bear you'll bear fruit. And then he'll prune you so that you'll bear more fruit. And then ultimately, it's God's desire that you bear much fruit. And this is where we went to talk about being a hundredfold, 30, 60, 100-fold. We discussed how abiding in Christ, it's not some huge mystery. We don't have to make it more than what it is. It simply says, remain in Christ, remain connected to the vine, stay with Jesus, keep that awareness, keep that aliveness, keep the faith, stay connected to Jesus. Habits may help you do that. Coming here and getting in the Word each day may help you do that. Getting in the Word yourself each day may help you do that. There's ways, things we can do to, to stay consciously connected to Christ, but don't trust your habits. Don't trust the process. 
trust Christ, trust Jesus, stay connected to him. This is how we become, bear fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. Well, here we want to be good soil. Notice we abide in Christ, but notice the value and the importance of the word of God. The seed is the word of God. God is sowing seed in in this world today. It's a seed of his word. God is spreading it. He has people who are spreading the seed. I'm one of those people. I spread the seed of God's word. Whether I'm doing it here online, whether I'm doing it out on the campus, whether I'm doing it in a teaching in a, in a small group, and one-on-one, all of us, we should be sowing the seed, sowing the seed. The sower went out to sow. The seed is the word of God. And when we sow the seed, we want it to fall on good soil. And if it does, it bears fruit. How's it do that? I, I love what Paul says in First First Thessalonians two verse thirteen. For this reason, we also constantly thank God that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but for what it really is—the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. I love that last sentence. That those of us who receive the word of God. We don't fight it. We're not resisting it. We're receiving the word of God and we're believing it. It will perform its work in us. I often think about how I I don't fully understand how that happens. I don't know how a seed in the ground, a little tiny seed planted in the ground becomes a huge stalk or a tree. Oh, I suppose we know it, you know, in one sense. We know scientifically it draws nourishment from the soil and it draws nourishment from the from the water. It needs to be watered, maybe fertilized. But that little tiny seed can become a, a, a stalk of corn or can become wheat or can even become a tree. And from that tree could become a whole orchard from the, uh, from the seeds that it multiplies. I understand it, but I don't really. Well, it's a miracle, really when you think about the power of one tiny little seed. The seed is the word of God. It performs its work in us who believe. I don't understand how a seed works. I must admit, I don't understand how medicine works. You know, you got a headache, you take a aspirin or Tylenol or something, your headache goes away. Well, how's that happen? That little tablet makes your headache go away. You, here's the point. You don't have to understand how it works you just have to know it does. I don't sit there and make the, the if the doctor gets off, says I need medicine, I don't sit there and make him explain to me, how's that work? What chemicals are released? What's it doing me? Well, I might do some research if I'm concerned about side effects, but I don't, I don't have to understand. That's not my field of expertise. I just know I've got a problem. And if I take that little pill, it's going to help. It's the same with the Bible, friends. It's the same with the word of God. You don't have to know how it works. All you have to know is that if you receive it and you believe it, it works, it goes to work, it transforms, it does something in you and in me. And it's an awfully, it's a mystery, but it's powerful. It's dynamic. God's word, the seed of God's word will change your life. It performs its work and you believe, and it will, what it'll do, it'll grow and multiply and it'll become like that mighty tree. And it will, and you, like I said, it might produce other fruit that becomes an orchard. 
And if that's the case, you're a hundredfold Christian. So how do you how do you be that good soil? How do you receive the word of God? Just a couple of tips because I think this is quite important for us. Number one, beware of be aware of bad soil. Be aware of what you don't want to be. You don't want to be hard, rocky soil. In the parable Jesus told, there were four four soils. There was a hard, rocky soil. You, some seed ends up it's like on the roadside. It's not going to grow. Obviously, it's on, on a hard soil. Can't, there's no opportunity for it to grow. It's just going to sit there, and birds are going to come eat it up. And sometimes people, they hear the word of God. It doesn't penetrate their soul at all, not one little bit. And it's like the birds or Satan just comes and steals it away. Or there's rocky soil. Rocky soil, it's, it's got a thin layer of of soil, dirt on the top, but there's all kinds of rocks in it and underneath are rocks. And so the the roots can't go very deep. It doesn't penetrate very far. And so when in the parable, Jesus described as persecution comes, or in his case, it's a hot sun comes, which he said refers to persecution, you immediately fall away because there's no depth of root. And then there's a thorny soil. The thorny soil begins to, the, the seed begins to sprout and begins to grow, but it's eaten up by the weeds, the thorns, that what was meant to be good soil to come forth and produce a harvest, a crop, instead it gets choked out by the thorns and the thistles and the weeds. And Jesus says that refers to the worries of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desires of other things. That chokes out the word of God. So number one, be aware, don't be the bad soil. And how do you do that? I think the key is awareness. And once you have awareness, turn it to a prayer. Pray to God. God, I pray I would not be hard-hearted towards you. I pray that the seed of your word, when I hear it, when I read it, whether it's here in the daily word each day, or whether it's when I'm hearing a sermon at church, whether it's when I'm reading this, the word of my own personally, let it penetrate. God desires truth in the innermost being, we read in Psalm 51, verse 6. Ask God, let my heart be soft, tender, good soil, not hard, so that your truth can penetrate. I don't want it to just like be water off a duck's back. I don't want it to just, you know, be, I, I, I want it to penetrate. Let, it, let not my heart be hard. Lord, let not my heart be rocky. Let not my life be rocky. Let, let your seed go deep. Let me really think about it. Let me apply it. I want to be good soil. I want there to be a depth of my understanding and of my receiving your word. I don't want to, I don't want to be a surfacey Christian. I want there to be a depth of my walk with you. And Lord, all these temptations of the world the world, the desire for other things, the deceitfulness of riches, the worries of the world, Lord, they can overwhelm me. They can weigh me down. Help me to cast my cares upon you because you care for me. Help me to give my burdens to you so that they don't enter in. And I hear the word, but I immediately forget it because I've got my, my, my heart is filled with all these other things. I just don't have time to think about it. I heard it, but like I said, two minutes later, I've forgotten. Help me, Lord, not to be the wrong soil. Turn your awareness into a prayer. Lord, don't let me be hard, rocky, thorny, but let me be good soil. Let there be depth.
And then I think of James 1.21, and basically Peter says the same thing in 1 Peter 2, 1 and 2. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, in humility receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. There's a process of preparing your heart to receive the word, a process of putting aside that which would fill our heart or would shield or block the word of God from penetrating deeply. Filthiness, got filthiness in your heart, confess it. Oh God, I want to lay this aside. I confess there's filthiness in my heart. There's malice, there's wickedness, there's envy, there's strife, there's vengeance, there's there's pride. The things that can be in my heart that don't allow the word of God to find room there. How do you lay them aside? How do you put them aside? I think the key thing is confession to God and prayer. So I want you to be a good soil. I want to say those of you who come here regularly and hear the word of God or those who may, might be new, or I am so privileged and so happy and so grateful to have the opportunity to be sowing the seed in your life. I believe some of you are going to be 30, 60, and 100-fold. I think some of you are going to be like more than like a a, 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 a corn or, or stock or wheat. I think some of you are going to be like mighty trees, and I think some of you are going to be like great orchards. So you're going to multiply, and, and from you is going to be seed sown that's going to be like this mighty orchard. I believe that. It's a privilege for me to share the word with you. I just pray, and I know you'd be good sore. You wouldn't come here regularly if you weren't. You'd lose heart. You'd lose interest. You'd stop coming if there wasn't good soil in you. So I'm glad you come, and I pray we receive, and I pray we'll receive it and be good soil. Amen. Are you with me? Father in heaven, I just want to thank you today for the people who come here each day and people who are joining us and come and joining our community and starting to come who weren't here several weeks ago or several months ago. We believe there's power in your word of God. If we will believe it, if we'll receive it, it performs its work in us. We may not understand how, but it will transform us bit by bit, day by day. And I believe, Father, you're doing that. I want to thank you for how you've done that and are continuing to do that in my life. And I want to thank you for every person here who who I believe you are transforming them because your work is performing its work. We are abiding in Christ. We are remaining. We're continuing. We're getting in your word. We're allowing your seed to penetrate. We're good soil. Help us, Father, to not be hard soil. Help us to not have just a shallowness in our Christian life. Help us to not be thorny that all the other things in our lives, that they just choke out the word and we forget all about it. Help us, Father, to be setting our minds on the things above, meditating on your word day and night. We believe, we believe nothing will make us more successful as people that you've called us to be. Nothing will make us more what life is all about than as we abide in Christ and allow your word to abide in us and bear that good fruit. So, Father, we offer our hearts to you. We say, go deep, plant your seed, let the roots go go deep, let them be solid, and nothing take it away. I pray that for each of us. And I thank, Lord, I know it's a process. I know none of us have arrived. We're all growing. Help us, if we need to, to cultivate that soil to make it more ready to receive. If there's confession needed, if there's renunciating, renunci- if there's renouncing sin that's needed, whatever's needed, 
We present to you our hearts. We ask you to help them be good soil. And we love you and we praise you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. Don't you love the Bible? I sure do. It's so practical, and I believe what it says about me for me, and I'm believing it for you. God bless you. So glad to have you along. If you're new, again, a special welcome. And I do invite you to join our community. Either come here regularly live in the morning or watch later in the day as you're able. Set a time. Don't just be sporadic if you, when you feel like it. Make it a discipline, a habit. You'll be surprised how little habit and a little bit every day, just a little bit every day, in time, it'll add up. It'll make a difference. I know it. And so for those of you who've done that, I'm so grateful. I love you guys. So glad to have you along. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. Until then, you have a blessed day. Bye-bye.